2: You don't do it. You don't do that. So we're under audit. But I will tell you that I look forward to releasing that. I look forward to releasing many
1: things. I'm going to release many things and people will be really shocked. You
3: remember that? Remember those words? That was in 2016. The president uh, making a point that he's repeated uh, many, many times, both before and after that little clip you heard right there, that he was uh, precluded from releasing his tax returns because he was under audit, and I've never been audited myself. Uh, I know some folks who have. I know it can be, at least for you know a regular Joe Schmo like you or me, a very traumatic and expensive process. Uh, certainly, if you uh, you know have some questions, it's a difficult thing. Uh, but the type of audit that the president was facing, uh, because he made reference to it for for years on end uh it it at least in my mind uh, raised questions big questions like what the heck is being audited how much uh how much auditing is required to figure this out figure this all out and i thought too you know this can't just be a line right to to claim that you are under audit is an objective claim right there's no ambiguity in in saying uh, i am under audit Right, that's a very clear-cut and dry definition. Well, according to the New York Times, we now have an understanding of what the audit is and has been now for a number of years, which the president has claimed precluded him from releasing his tax returns. We're going to get into that in a moment, but let me take a step backwards. Yesterday. Yesterday afternoon, uh, I'm laying there on the couch lazy Sunday style and uh, on my phone, I've been trying to I've been trying to ignore the alerts that come through on my phone on the weekends. And I, I've been doing a pretty good job. My my wife may disagree. Uh, I think she'd like uh, me to have my face buried in the phone a little less and a little more time uh, paying attention to the the baby and her and the house and all, but uh, but I've been I've been trying, especially on the weekends. <sighs> And so yesterday, uh, when I heard the phone go off, I did, I did pick it up. I glanced at it. My, my plan was, i oh, let's take a look. I, w- I won't click on anything. I'm just going to take a look. And I looked down, and I saw that the New York Times claimed to have gotten its hands on the uh, long, long desired tax returns of President Trump. And I thought, oh, my gosh. Oh my gosh. And so I thought through my list of tricks, like how do I excuse myself, uh, for a moment and sneak a a glimpse of my phone? Yeah, I I decided against that. I went with honesty and I said, I'm looking at this. So I opened it, (laughs) I opened up the phone and I click over to the New York Times page where I start reading, uh, some stunning claims and some stunning information as they claim. Uh, and, I mean, there's some big numbers in there, some numbers that people like you and I are likely not to encounter, unless like a Huntsman or a Romney is listening. (laughs) You and I are not going to encounter uh, these types of sums in our lives. Uh, Certainly uh, not, certainly not on our 1040s as we fill them out each year. Uh, I'm lucky if, well, I won't get into that. Uh, So yesterday I'm I'm reading through here, and lo and behold, there is an explanation of this, uh, of the audit. Of the audit that the president claimed to be under, but again, before we get into that, I have to make a point, and 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 you maybe you've heard it in the language I have been using over the past few moments here uh, that the I, I keep saying the New York Times claims uh, and documents it claims to have or uh, characterizations of the president's finances according to the New York Times claims. Well, uh, I I know that I know that in the Uh, You know, big media world, and in the big Trump world, that it is Trump v. NYT, Trump versus the New York Times, and so it is that regardless of your politics, or regardless of you know, if you want to put yourself in one of those two camps, forget all that. You do have to look uh, at claims made by the New York Times about Donald Trump with a certain with a certain level of scrutiny, all right, and a certain level of skepticism. Now, I. I'm pretty confident that the New York Times has gotten gotten its hands on uh, legitimate documents. The only thing they have said about how they got their hands on these uh, documents is that the New York Times reporters uh, have obtained them uh, through legal channels. There was an editor's note. You may have missed this, uh, but uh, there was an editor's note. Editor of the New York Times, he wrote uh, about... The paper's decision to to publish uh, its findings, you know, because it's not it's not often that uh, you know a leaked tax return gives way to tens of thousands of words uh, of of newspaper print, all right? Uh, But that is the case today. Uh, I'll I'll read to you the last. I'll read to you the last uh, paragraph of this editorial from the New York Times on its decision to publish. Uh, These findings, it says, uh, quote, some will raise questions about publishing the president's personal tax information. But the Supreme Court has repeatedly ruled that the First Amendment allows the press to publish newsworthy information that was legally obtained by reporters, even when those in power fight to keep it hidden. That powerful principle of the First Amendment applies here. And so the claim here from The New York Times is that its reporters legally obtained uh, these tax returns. And so the question is, who divulged them? Who shared them with these reporters? And were they in a position to do so legally? I can't imagine who occupies a a position like that. I sure know that uh, there is no one with access to my tax returns is in a position to legally disclose them. Are there grounds for a lawsuit here? Are there grounds for a lawsuit sometime uh, in the in the not too distant future uh, when it comes to the leaking? And this is a leak, all right. This is another leak of the president's tax returns. Uh, I, I have almost uh, chewed up all my time. I wanted to talk to you about that audit. It has to do with uh, an interesting piece of uh, tax law where uh, the president, uh, be- well, before he was a president. Uh, claimed that uh, he should be on the receiving end of of a tax refund, an income tax refund of almost 73 million dollars. And that is uh, getting back a chunk of income tax that he had paid, federal income tax paid uh, from 2005 to 2008, plus a little bit of interest from the IRS. Uh, He, when making that claim, he was, in fact, cut a check by the IRS for nearly $73 million. And now the IRS is uh, saying, uh, you know what, we might want to take another look at that. And that other look is what is now uh, this audit. And it is for that reason, uh, this debate over a $73 million uh, federal tax refund that has the president under audit right now. So if you think back, all those instances where the president claimed he was under audit, it was due to this issue right here. And who's right? Who's wrong? Uh, well, it's in the middle of being sorted out right now. But that is just one one little sliver of the information which has been reported now by the New York Times. We're going to take a break right now. When we return, I want to talk to you about uh, some fundamental questions about uh, tax returns and specifically the tax returns of elected officials or would-be elected officials. Will this impact the November vote? And have you ever based your vote on a candidate's tax return? We'll get into those details next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. Welcome back to Live, Mike. I am Lee Lonsberry. We're taking a few moments to walk through some of these claims made by the New York Times. There was a report released just yesterday. The New York Times has its hands on the president's tax returns. All those tax returns uh, leading up to, I think, as recently as two years ago, tax returns, the president said he would be happy to. Uh, release, but that he was under audit and that uh, precluded him from doing so.
1: I've been under audit for many years because the the numbers are big, and I guess when you have a name, you you're audited. But uh, until such time as I'm not under audit, I would not be inclined to do that. Thank you.
3: Well, the New York Times and its cohorts has decided that now's the time for these tax returns to be made available to the public, and they have gotten their hands on them. The claim from the paper is that they were legally obtained by New York Times reporters, and I was speculating before the break that, uh, well, we'll have to see uh, once and if that handoff, uh, that leak, is investigated, if there was any illegality there. So uh, that's that was my first question, and then obviously I jumped right into the article and started reading. And there are some uh, there are some big numbers in there. Numbers, as I've mentioned, that uh, normal folks like you and me are not likely to encounter in our lifetime. <laughs> I joke that uh, that is probably true unless there's a Huntsman or a Romney in the audience right now uh, listening in, uh, maybe a Miller. Uh, and uh, uh, Well, we'll have to see uh, how that shapes up. But it also triggered in my mind a, a question about the nature of tax returns in, uh, in politics. And I posted up on Facebook uh, about three hours ago a a real simple question, and it is this. Has a candidate's tax return ever impacted your vote? Has a candidate's tax return ever impacted your vote? Later on today, I am going to open up the phone lines. I want to invite your voice onto this show. I'll ask again uh, this very question, but I want to share with you some of the responses that have come in via Facebook and share with you some of my own thoughts. Uh, the, The question that I posed uh, there has, and I'll admit this, uh, we're still a relatively new program. We're building our uh, our Facebook group still. And, and by the way, let me take this as an opportunity to invite you to follow us on Facebook, please. Uh, it's just Lee Lonsberry. That's my name. Uh, I've got a personal page. Don't worry about that one. You can check it out if you'd like. But what I really want from you, if you'd be so kind is to uh, follow along on my live mic page. So Lee Lonsberry, in the profile picture, you'll see the live mic logo in the corner. And right there today, the most recent posting, I believe, is a question, has a candidate's tax return ever impacted your vote? And what I'm not ashamed to admit is that this is probably been the most uh, popular post that I have put up on uh, the show's page. There are hundreds and hundreds of comments, uh, many shares, uh, thousands of people uh, reached. The engagements are high. You know, you, Facebook analytics and all that shows me all these numbers. I'm very proud uh, and very pleased. Uh, that you would engage in this. Uh, so what I'm going to do right here, repeat the question and walk through uh, some of these answers. Uh, so has a candidate's tax return ever impacted your vote? And I understand that, I, I understand, before I get to the responses, I understand that we are facing a different kind of tax return right now, a different kind of president with a different kind of background. But, but, There is no constitutional requirement for tax returns to be released. It is merely a a tradition of sorts that we have even access to the tax returns of presidential candidates and any other candidate uh, who has made the decision to reveal their tax returns. So with that said, uh, let's go to the the comments. So the question again, has a candidate's tax return ever impacted your vote? Uh, Raylene says not once. Not once. Jana says, yes, and this president disgusts me. Uh, well, okay. And uh, Topher says, the character of how they conduct themselves first, then their policies, and if I'm ignorant enough to know who I'm voting for, then maybe. Ashley writes, and, and I'm reading these. Uh, in order, I'm not censoring any. So, so there's going to be some uh, some supporters. The only censorship you'll hear is if I, you know, if I see a bad word or something like that, I'll skip that. Uh, but, uh, but I'm not I'm not cherry picking here. Ashley says I'm more interested in how the career politicians got rich than how a man who hasn't taken a paycheck since going into office was able to write off taxes. Taxes. She claims this uh, is just another smear campaign. Cody writes, No, if a candidate pays what the IRS says they owe then your issue is with the tax code and not the candidate. This, this is an important point. If a candidate pays what the IRS says they owe, then your issue is with the tax code and not the candidate. If you think way back to the early days of the 2016 presidential election, you'll remember that some of this was already known. Some of what the New York Times has claimed today was already known to the public and The president, now President Trump, uh, he, then a candidate, he explained it. And I wish I had this audio here for you, uh, but I'll I'll paraphrase. Uh, He took uh, ownership of the fact that he had paid uh, very little federal income tax uh, by explaining that, listen— I understand, I, Trump, I understand the rules uh, so well, and I have been able to uh, you know, take advantage of my tax experts in such a way that I have minimized my tax liability to this extent. And as we were shooting the breeze in the newsroom here this morning, uh, we all kind of collectively came to the realization that, wait, you know, that's what we all do. Yeah, when my wife and I sat down uh, earlier this year... Uh, to to take advantage of some tax preparation services, Uh, we sat down with the the young woman and we walked through all of the taxes that we had paid, all of our personal expenditures, uh, this and that, uh, ultimately looking to limit our tax liability. That is what we all do. And so one way to look at this is that if an individual is able to work within... The tax structure of this country, specifically federal taxes, federal income tax, in such a way that their liability uh, is reduced to nearly zero. I think 750 is the big number that we've been looking at the past, uh, the, the two most recent tax filings from the president. Um, $750 in uh, personal income taxes. Uh, that's interesting. I think I, I definitely pay more than that. Um, the, the, the criticism then should be uh, leveled. At the tax code, and that issue ought be taken with the tax code. Cody makes uh, a great point there, and we'll see. Could somehow the 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 actions of of Donald Trump on his own could somehow though his ability to uh, you know navigate the statutory waters of U.S. tax code could those actions on their own somehow uh, impact uh, future tax legislation? Could there be a tax overhaul that is that is born in spirit by what we are observing to be the tactics of, of Donald Trump. Who, who knows? Uh, that is for another day. I'm sure that there are many, though, who are looking at this right now uh, thinking, oh, yeah, we need to close that one. We need to close that one. Oh, that's not a good one. Oh, but, but that was an Obama thing. Well, we got to close that one. No more loopholes. No more loopholes. We'll see. Uh, again, a debate for another day. Uh, with the last few moments here, before we go to the news, uh, let me share a few more of the responses which have come through uh, through uh, Facebook. Here's one from Josh. Josh says no. Again, the question is, Has the, have the tax returns of a candidate ever impacted your vote? And Josh here says no because a tax return isn't proof of anything until and unless they've been convicted. All right? Uh, so l- let's go back a little bit to the New York Times story. The New York Times claims no illegality. The New York Times story uh, does not, in its leaked documents, uh, claim that there has been the discovery of any illegality or the violation of any tax law or tax code at any level. Remember that point. Remember that and so, as you you know adjudicate <laughs> your feelings and figure out how this may impact you and the decisions that you uh, will be making, likely in November and into the future, uh, remember that this is not a, this is not a conviction. What we're seeing here is maybe some uh, some poor investments. Uh, we have been seeing some incredibly uh, steep losses, and that maybe the the president is much more about playing the character of a business mogul than actually being a business. But all of that, not a crime. Remember that. That's an important point. We're not looking at documents here that indicate uh, or and certainly don't prove uh, any sort of illegality. All right. John replies, "Uh, nope, just because someone didn't pay a lot of taxes doesn't mean they didn't follow the tax code. Right. See, you, you hear this theme. Uh, next from Michael, it says, it would help if I could actually see the tax return rather than having to trust the New York Times dictation of what we should think, according to their proverbial anonymous sources. Another great point, something I thought as I'm scrolling through this article last night laying on my couch on a Sunday evening. I'm thinking, okay, uh, you know what, you know what, New York Times, after all these 10,000s of words that you have used to, to to summarize what you are observing, you know, why not just uh, give us a little PDF just a little taste of that pdf right can we see that can we get our eyes on that please and and listen if i've missed the ball if it's available someplace would you shoot me a note 57500 that's the utah community credit union text line if i somehow have missed Uh, the returns themselves. And if I uh, don't, in fact, have to trust entirely the New York Times analysis of these claim documents, let me know. Help me out. You'll get some associate producer credit on the program today. All right. Uh, That's pretty good. We're going to take a break. uh, And when we return, I want to uh, jump back into a conversation that started uh, this morning, here on KSL News Radio, uh, Dave and Djanovic were speaking with Shane Stewart, uh, certified uh, financial planner with DMBA, talking a little bit uh, about uh, the audit, about taxes, about President Trump, and some of the rationale, some of the smart guy thinking there uh, behind some of the decisions that the New York Times claims the president and his tax preparers have made. So that's coming up next. Shane Stewart uh, on live mic. That's ahead here on KSL News Radio. Oh shoot, I'm in trouble. Yeah, were you listening earlier when I talked about reading the New York Times report on the Trump tax returns for the first time? Yeah, I, I said that uh, on a Sunday afternoon. I heard the alert go off on my phone, and because I've been trying to, I've been trying to have my nose buried in my phone a little less over the uh, on the weekends. I was a little bashful and I was a little timid, and I, I didn't exactly jump to the phone. Uh, well, I made a comment about uh, my wife uh, being on my case about having my nose in the in the phone so much, especially when the baby 's around uh, Well, she heard that comment, and she just sent a text message. And uh, instead of wrapping up the program at three o'clock today, uh, we're going to go all day. That'll keep me here safe in the studio. <laughs> so it's you and me uh, for the rest of time. So I don't have to answer uh, for that nasty comment I made. Uh, sorry, honey. Sorry, honey. I know, I know the phone is no good. And we shouldn't be teaching the baby to have our uh, noses stuffed into that uh, evil black rectangle. <clears throat> I know. I know. I know. I love you. I'll see you. I'll, I'll see you later. Okay. With that out of the way. Trump taxes. Let me give you a little bit of background about how we put the program together each day. So uh, after after reading... Through what the New York Times claimed uh, in its report published yesterday, I immediately went to work trying to think, okay, Lee, listen, you have a limited mind, you have very little experience with uh, tax returns, especially the tax returns of others, especially especially with the tax returns of sitting presidents of the United States, you're going to need some help here. And so I start racking my brain. Okay, who in my rolodex uh, is an expert on this type of thing? Who can I uh, welcome onto the program? Who can I throw some questions at and have them, uh, you know, enlighten us and give us a little better understanding? And <clears throat> as uh, producer Amy and I uh, embarked on that task here this morning, uh, what we learned was interesting, and it goes back to, it goes back to uh, that point that the New York Times has only. Published its own summary and analysis of these tax returns, and that in fact uh, the tax returns themselves uh, have yet to be made public. And again, if I if I'm off on that one, if I somehow have missed it, uh, if somehow the whole production team has missed uh, the the New York Times releasing in its entirety uh, the tax returns that they claim to have, uh, please uh, help me out. Set the record straight. Make your way over to Facebook and just send me a link, and I will uh, pull it up immediately, and we'll change course here. But <clears throat> due to the fact. Due to the fact that the documents themselves have not been made available, and also, and also, because there is a, a certain level of like professional responsibility that goes into uh, analyzing these types of documents, there has been uh, a hesitancy uh, for, uh, say, accounting firms, uh, tax preparers, even some professors, to weigh in on this, right? Because it's improper. We have such a limited view of what is actually going on, and we have such a limited view of what is actually contained within these tax returns uh, that it is. And I, I understand the position. You know, I don't want to analyze speculation. <clears throat> Leave that to me. As a, as, a, as a tax professional, I would be hesitant to, to analyze uh, that, which is only at this point speculation. And so, uh, you and I are left only with the words of the New York Times. We have had a little bit of analysis, though, and I'm very grateful to uh, Shane Stewart with DMBA, Certified Financial Planner. Uh, Earlier this morning, he joined uh, Dave Vendijanovic to talk uh, generally about uh, what some of these claims by the New York Times may actually mean. One of the headlines that you have, I am sure, read a number of times today is that the president President Trump uh, could have somehow only paid $750 in federal income tax. Well, that was brought up, uh, and there was a question asked of Mr. Stewart, what are other ways the president could have paid taxes to the IRS besides the $750 the New York Times is reporting?
1: I seriously doubt that it was only $750. I mean, that would raise flags all over the place.
3: Right? And the claim by the New York Times is that he's done that not once, uh, but twice and maybe more. Earlier, you and I discussed here on the program the concept uh, of uh, tax avoidance versus tax evasion. One of them uh, will, will get you in handcuffs. The other is something that you and I do each and every year. We try to limit our uh, tax liability. Well, here Shane Stewart uh, explains in uh, a little more expert terms uh, what what exactly is tax avoidance
1: more likely strategies that someone with with quite a bit of resources would use one is deferring the income they can simply just say well don't give me the income put it in investments and those kind of things and that's that's perfectly legal to do more likely is corporate structure if you if if someone with a lot of assets and businesses and those kind of things they put everything in corporations, they structure it that way, then they have access to those corporation assets. For example, they can use the corporate jet or he can use a corporate car or home or those kinds of things. And, and that way he doesn't have to accept the income. And that's the way to avoid avoid income taxes, to avoid the income. Just don't take the income and use, use the assets as you will. That's probably likely some of the things that people do to not realize income taxes.
3: And the follow-up question, uh, an incredibly appropriate question, which is something I've invited you to keep in mind uh, as this whole saga unfolds. The question uh, put to Shane Stewart this morning on Dave and Dejanovic is, that's totally legal? Yeah.
1: The difficulty is you could say, well, let's just go and shut that off. Well, then you might be hurting the small business owner at being able to do some things like that to survive. And so it's a fine line. They're hard, hard decisions to be made. But yes, most of the time, those things are perfectly
3: legal. Don't forget. Please don't forget, as this whole saga uh, unwinds and this story continues to be told, that The New York Times, uh, nor anyone else right now, is alleging any criminal activity or violation of tax code uh, on the part of the president. Now, with that said, uh, there is still that lingering question. Uh, What does this mean to you? Will this impact your vote? And the question I put on Facebook, has a candidate's tax return ever impacted your vote? I want to hear from you right now. Let's talk about the president's taxes. Let's talk about what the New York Times is claiming. I want you on the phone. I want to hear your voice. The number is 801 575-8255, 801-575-8255. 575-8255, 801-575-8255. Quick break, then back with you live on KSL News Radio. Welcome back to Live, Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. You heard just before the break there, you and I were discussing, uh, or at least reviewing, a conversation which took place earlier this morning on this radio station between Shane Stewart, DMBA certified financial planner. He joined Dave Indijanovic to talk about the president's tax returns, or At least he joined them to talk about the New York Times reporting on their claim to have reviewed and have in their possession uh, the president's. Tax returns. I was only able to play a few quick snippets from that conversation. And if you'd like to hear it in full, uh, you can find it here at the KSL News Radio app. It's powered by AnyHour Services. And on there, you can find podcasted episodes of all the programs you hear uh, on KSL. You can listen to old episodes of my program. Uh, We did a little bit of speculation as to how kids can safely interact with Santa Claus (laughs) earlier on the program. If you uh, listen to that segment, maybe you'll be able to uh, weigh in with some, uh, some suggestions of your own. <laughs> uh, but uh, today, I, I'd really like you to hear that conversation with Shane Stewart. He talks about uh, the, the idea of tax avoidance and how that's uh, a legal thing, much different than tax evasion. Also talks uh, about uh, long-term gains and short-term losses and uh, how those figures are factored into uh, an individual's tax returns. It's valuable information, especially as you and I are struck with this New York Times story about the president and his tax returns, these long coveted tax returns. You know, people are clamoring uh, to see him for so long. The New York Times now claims that they have done so. And so as you and I are now faced with this information, uh, Shane Stewart does a good job there helping us understand uh, what it it all means. All right. Now, I, I... before the break, uh, put out uh, a question. Uh, Also did so on Facebook this morning, and it has been uh, a remarkable response. So my thanks to you. If you're listening and you are interacting with us on Facebook right now, thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, getting your opinions and your views uh, helps me a great deal. You, you can't know uh, how helpful it is. The question, very simply, has a candidate's tax return ever impacted your vote? Uh, I want to open up the phone lines. The number is 801-575-8255. 801-575-8255. Five, five. Get on the phone. I want to hear uh, your view on this. And we'll start by uh, chatting with Becky in Layton. Becky, how are you?
0: Hi, I'm fine. Thank you.
3: Tell me how you respond to all this.
0: Well, I used to work for IRS, and so I know a little bit about tax. Uh, but yes, I do follow what a president's tax returns are like, because Trump was elected because everyone thought he was such a great businessman. And he actually had losses and went bankrupt like 13 times. Mm. So he's not much of a businessman. But I think I heard you make a comment that he had done everything, or some of your listeners said he had done everything by the book and just followed the tax code. And the tax code does allow you to carry your losses over from one year to the next. But he has done some things from what we know so far that appear to be illegal, such as he paid Ivanka a salary, but then he also paid her $750,000 over two or three years as a consultant. And the way the rules used to work is that you were either a consultant or you were an employee. You can't do both at the same time. I see. Uh, the other thing that came out is that he has been paying taxes to other countries. Uh, so he's been doing business with dictators, etc., which I find to be disconcerting. Uh, In addition to that, if he owes money, it's come out that he owes like $200 million in loans that are going to be due in a couple of years, and if he is in debt to other countries, that gives them leverage over him in order to make additional uh, decisions in their favor.
3: Yeah, Becky, thank you so much for that. Uh, You you bring up uh, two important points. And and in fact, that last point that you brought up, and it is uh, the the revelation the New York Times claims to have made that the president uh, right now... Uh, is uh staring down the barrel of a debt gun and that in a few short years time he personally will be on the hook if I remember the figure correctly i think it's 421 uh, some odd million dollars a uh, hundred million of that a uh, a mortgage payment due in full on uh, trump tower <clears throat> now the, the reason why that is significant is uh well look at it this way have you ever had a job that required you to have say a security clearance Uh, Maybe you work uh, at Hill Air Force Base or maybe at that NSA data center or or, or who knows, Uh, but somewhere where you interact with the government in such a way that you are required to have a a security clearance. I happen to know that if you have significant debts, if you carry uh, like an unnatural unnaturally high or uh, some level of debt that is well above average, uh, that is irregular and atypical in such a fashion that you could become then vulnerable to exploitation due to that debt, uh, your security clearance may not go through. And how about this? Have you or maybe a child of yours, someone you know, uh, attempted to join the military, either through seeking a, a commission or enlisting? Part of the process... Part of that process includes looking at your credit score and your debts and your liabilities. Those liabilities are exactly that. The, the president right now is uh, carrying debts personally, at least according to the New York Times, that would in all likelihood disqualify him uh, from uh, from receiving a security clearance. Now, I don't have any grand conclusions to draw from that other than making the the observation. But I do know that individuals in, in other circumstances, you know, any circumstance other than being the elected president of the United States or, or member of Congress, uh, that's another area where you, uh, regardless of your own personal financial standing, uh, do have access to, uh, you know, certain classified documents and classified information uh, and classif- able to attend classified Briefings. There is a, a real principle there to consider. Uh, before we go to break, uh, Dory from Layton is on the line. Dory, what do you think about all this?
2: I think it's just a ploy from the left to to get this out there, or from the media. And I know you don't like hearing that, Lee, but it is from the media. I'm not a Trump fan, never have been, but I'll tell you what: if people think a socialist country, which is exactly what Kamala's uh, agenda is, because we all know Biden can't run the country. We know that. We know that they're going to uh, list him as, oh, guess what? He's just been diagnosed with Alzheimer's Mm -hmm. or whatever. We know that. This is just uh, a ploy to get the, the... Left voted in, and that's all right, but I'm telling you what, yeah. a socialist country is not what it all seems to be. Mm-hmm. The debt comes due, and we have a lot of debt, $28 trillion in debt, and what the left wants to do is going to put us even further under, but it's going to put them in control totally. And-
3: Dory, thank you for, so much for the, the call there. Sorry to cut you off. We're just coming right into a, a commercial break here. Uh, you bring up some interesting points. I, I would push back a little bit uh, on the ploy element of it. Uh, what What is the ploy? If there is a ploy, it is probably rooted uh, only in timing. I, I wonder about the, the New York Times and how long they have had this information that they claim to have, how long they have had their hands on these tax returns. Has it been uh, you know a, a few days uh, that's unlikely the uh, the analysis is pretty exhaustive has it been a few weeks well uh, the analysis to that degree is pretty high uh, I'm not sure and so is the timing uh, part of some ploy I, I, I don't know we're gonna leave that d- debate uh, for social media I guess uh, and, and take a break right now when we return uh, we're gonna shift gears uh, away from the president and the New York Times claims of his tax returns being available and then have a look at Amy Coney Barrett